Welcome to Her Own Boss, the podcast and community designed to help you find your inner entrepreneur. Her Own Boss is created by Anissa, Megan, Sarah, Lucy, Nikki, and me, Ben, as we start our careers and learn from the inspiring women who can help us along the way. Hey everyone, this is your host, Nikki. And today I'm speaking to Amari Kopal about a topic that is very close to the team's hearts, graduate uncertainty. Amari and I openly discuss how we both felt towards the end of university. And Amari shares how she managed her uncertainty and stayed positive as a recent graduate. Amari graduated from the University of Nottingham in 2019 with a degree in politics and international relations before founding The Graduate Diary a blog and Instagram page dedicated to sharing the stories of recent grads. Enjoy! This episode is sponsored both by RISE, created by Barclays, and Barclays Eagle Labs. RISE and Eagle Labs are on a mission to support female founders shape the future of entrepreneurship by providing access to networks, mentorship, and training. Search RISE, created by Barclays, or Barclays Eagle Labs to find out more. Hi Amari. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm well, thank you. So I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. And I think this like mini so topic is going to be very therapeutic for me to talk about, but hopefully it'll be really helpful as well. So we're going to cover graduate uncertainty. To start, um, when did you finish uni and where did you go to uni and all of that stuff? So I went to Nottingham and I graduated in 2019, which weirdly feels like ages ago um but yeah it wasn't actually that long ago how did you feel when you finished uni so when I finished uni oh my god so on the day that we finished it was like the most surreal feeling I don't know if it happened with you but I was super dramatic and I was like crying my eyes out and it wasn't even like sobbing it was like hysterical crying and Mm -hmm. looking back it probably wasn't necessary at all but I think I was just like overwhelmed with emotions and I wasn't ready to like move on to being an adult if you know what I mean Mm -hmm, absolutely I think that that like last moment so like for me like the last day that I had exams it was completely like a release of like built-up emotion because Mm -hmm. you're obviously under all this stress to like do your final exams do your final assignments do your dissertation and then there's the anxiety of like thinking forward and you're like what am I going to do once I finish like do I have stuff planned for the summer and then I don't know I got like really bad imposter syndrome and like I was comparing myself a lot to the people around me and so then when you finally just like get to a point where like you let all the emotion out it felt really good but then a lot of that uncertainty also didn't go away straight away so hopefully we can cover that in this episode. Yeah, what what were your plans after uni? Like, did you have a a grad scheme lined up or what was your situation? Mm -hmm. So I had, um, I didn't actually have a grad scheme lined up. I had an internship lined up. So um, I guess that was a, a bit different in that it was good that I was glad I had like a job ready, but it was only for a few months. And then there are obviously people around me that had grad jobs and like full-time jobs or masters lined up. And I was kind of like, well, I'm going to do the internship. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know, maybe I'll go traveling. Maybe I'll get a job. Like I didn't really know what I wanted to do. How about you? No, that was literally the exact same as me. I had an internship um, with the civil service and all my friends had like grad schemes lined up and they knew what they were going to do for like the next three years. And I was like, okay, I'm doing this internship and then I'm going to go traveling. Um, So I was kind of like preoccupied, but I was also a bit like, I don't know what I'm going to do kind of in the next five years sort of thing. So I was like quite apprehensive about that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, completely. I feel like we've had really similar experiences there. Um, I feel like we've covered some of them already, but what factors do you think play into that like graduate uncertainty or graduate stress kind of leading up to graduation? And then also, like you say, sometimes it hits you a bit later as well. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's the sense of like, no direction whatsoever because you know at school you have everything planned out for you right so you kind of always know your next steps so you have your a levels and then if you know you're going to uni you kind of know that you've got the next three to however many years of your your life sorted um but after university if you don't have a job then you're like what what do I do next and that's definitely what I had it kind of comes to a halt and that's when you feel uncertain and stressed about everything because well for me anyway I was like looking into the future and I was seeing nothing like not to be dramatic Mm -hmm. but I just couldn't imagine myself in like when I came back from if I was gonna go traveling like coming back and seeing myself in a job I couldn't imagine it I just couldn't see it it seems so far away like that prospect so yeah and then obviously with the pandemic and stuff that's been a huge factor in graduate uncertainty Mm -hmm. and stress like it's one thing trying to find a job anyway but trying to find a job during a pandemic is just a different story Mm -hmm. yeah completely and I mean I feel almost quite lucky that by chance I graduated in 2018 and and not in the last few years I have to like really like take my hat off to all the people that graduated in the in the last year because there are lots of stats showing that people around our age and even a little bit younger have been you know hardest hit by the pandemic not to mention any other you know um like demographic factors that might play into that so it's been a very very tough one so what are some of the other options when you finish uni so obviously we kind of talked about how lots of people had grad schemes and that feels like you know Mm -hmm. something that would have alleviated our stress because then at least you know that like for the next few years you've got this job but what are some other like things that you can do to hopefully like alleviate that stress and like have a plan without having a grad scheme yeah, there's, there's so many other options. I feel like everyone kind of has tunnel vision for grad schemes. I definitely did. But um, there's like startups you can join, internships, entry level roles. Like I'm currently right now I'm doing an internship and I, and I love it. And if I didn't have a grad scheme lined up for September, I would like 100% look to stay on. And I know loads of other people that do this with internships as well. And I also find like with joining an internship, um or a smaller company or entry-level role like it kind of does help you define what you like and what you don't like as well because at the end of the day it's like the best opportunity to learn like working from the ground up um but obviously with a grad scheme you are kind of tied down to like a few years of your life with that company um so yeah like if you pick the right internship as well you can get really great hands-on experience and I feel like with um smaller companies your voice is always heard a lot more as well yeah definitely I think you're so right finding things like internships and grad schemes where you can dip your toes in well it's more than that you kind of throw yourself into an industry and get all of that experience is like really really valuable so do you have any other tips for managing the uncertainty that comes around graduation so whether that be like leading up to the end of uni or afterwards yeah I feel like so for me with um uncertainty I kind of link it with the job search and getting rejections and stuff I I don't know about you but I always see a lot of advice about like people saying oh like don't get bogged down in rejections and I obviously I think yeah try not to but I also think it's important to like acknowledge how you feel and if you do feel hard done by a company then that's okay like if you feel like crying for days because your dream job got given to someone else then fine like cry your eyes out I just feel like to really move on and come to terms with it you've kind of got to process job rejections and 
especially when you've got into like the final stages of job applications like if you sent a cv and then got rejected okay then clearly that wasn't meant to be but if you've poured like hours and I know you probably mm-hmm. know how long it takes like hours into cover letters online tests video interviews phone interviews assessment centers etc and then you get rejected it's it's a very bitter pill to swallow mm-hmm. um so I feel like people need to allow themselves time to just like refocus and acknowledge how you feel and allow yourself to feel sad and then like you know have a growth mindset and then learn from those experiences like the chances are what you did on those applications was not wasted and it'll be you'll be stronger for the next so it's always like a good experience and I think dealing with job projections isn't as simple as just get over it um because Mm -hmm. even though people will say it's not personal you can't help feeling like it is like you can't help the way you feel and I think trying to like suppress those feelings just to move on quickly isn't actually that beneficial like if you say the job wasn't clearly meant to be it's one thing to say it but it's a different thing to believe it and then like you know once you do believe it you'll be able to apply yourself better and you know probably be more focused as well and I feel like that will help managing kind of the uncertainty and stuff of getting jobs after university. Definitely I think it is it's so frustrating when you see posts on you know LinkedIn or whatever saying just like you said like oh you know pick yourself up move on apply to the next one but it's so hard when you've literally spent weeks applying to so many jobs and you think you found one you're going to get and then you get that rejection letter I think Mm -hmm. acknowledging how you feel is so so important what are some of the ways you did that like do you are you like a journaler a meditator did you just talk about it with your friends I mean I so I didn't use to journal and then when the job rejections were really getting me down Mm -hmm. I started to journal a little bit and it it did help a little bit but I think I also so if I got rejected I would probably just give some time off because I was in such a mindset of like I need to be applying to x amount of jobs a day and I need to be focused and stuff but I was also burning myself out and it was just not Mm -hmm. that productive like it was just completely counterproductive like doing that much that many job applications and then dealing with the rejections at the same time so I there was one interview that I had that was just disgustingly bad and I just decided to stop applying for two weeks after that because I wasn't in a good mindset Mm -hmm. to be focusing on other job applications I was too caught up in that one and I know it sounds really pathetic but I was I was really set on it and I didn't get Mm -hmm. it so I was sad and I also really struggled to understand where I went wrong because I didn't get any feedback despite being at the the final interview so I had to kind of process that by myself and learn from it on my own terms and then I was able to apply myself so much better um in the next job applications and then luckily the next month I did get that next grad scheme so yeah it does Mm -hmm. work taking time off I always think time time doing nothing is also time well spent oh absolutely I mean the job application process is such a draining one that you do Mm -hmm. you need to be ready for it you can't just like keep applying especially when you're kind of your glass feels like half empty if that makes sense like if you've received a rejection and you're really upset don't try and recover from that in a second, like take the time and build your energy back up. I think that's a really good tip. I think another thing that would be interesting to get your views on that I found I had to learn and maybe I probably didn't learn it quick enough was that it's okay to change your mind as well. So when I started Mm -hmm. like applying for internships and grad schemes and stuff, all of my friends and family were like, oh, Nikki, I'm so surprised. I didn't expect you to like go for a grad scheme in a big corporate, thought you wanted to do a master's, thought you wanted to do a PhD. And that was what I wanted to do. But at some point I changed my mind and I felt a lot of imposter syndrome about changing it. So I think one of my biggest tips Mm -hmm. would be like, if you change your mind, 
it's okay. Like no one knows you better than you. So don't feel pressure to do what other people expect of you. No, exactly. And, and that's why I think almost the pandemic was slightly a blessing in disguise because it gave a lot of grads the opportunity to do their research and think about what they actually want to do because I think there's a lot of pressure right you need to just get the get a job and have something secured as soon as you finish university but it doesn't actually give you the time to think about what you enjoy or what you don't enjoy get the experience or do your research and you know that kind of experience and that research helps you define what you want to do and probably you will change your mind and that's okay Mm -hmm. yeah and it's okay to keep changing your mind as well like nearly three years out of graduating at you know I'm at another point where I can think about if I want to change my mind and it's okay I think you know in general don't worry about changing your mind don't worry about what other people (laughs) expect of you (laughs) no exactly and that's why um like I said with internships and stuff they're really good because that does help you realize Mm -hmm what kind of work you enjoy doing and if you don't do that then you're never going to know like you know Bright Network they do they did loads of like virtual internships and stuff last year I was just sort of applying to anything that was open because I just thought like I'm not going to be fussy here I'm just going to apply to everything which was stupid um so I was applying to things like consulting and stuff just thinking oh I could probably do that and then when I did the Bright Network thing which was like a day full of like talks from big corporates um doing workshops and stuff I hated it. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I even applied to these jobs. And I'm I'm glad that I've had that experience now because it, it just saved hours on applications that I probably would have done this year. Yeah. So sometimes you do need to go and do those kind of workshops. They're all there. A lot of them are free as well. I, I really recommend just getting stuck into stuff like that. Um, just to gain some sort of knowledge on the industries that you're applying to, like don't go in blind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This has been, like I said, very therapeutic. I'm glad I'm not like the only one who felt like so stressed out about job applications and everything. Thank you so much, Amari. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can find out more about Her Own Boss at herownboss.co.uk or by searching for us on LinkedIn and Instagram.